The state characterized of my ability to learn, communicate, preserve, and transmit culturally as an author, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, student of film, and publisher are contingent on the application of my cognitive and intuitive skills during the application of and management of my cultural lenses figuratively, metaphorically, philosophically, and symbolically to enunciate my testimony within my cultural space regardless of my identity. In light of the aforesaid confession, hence the rationale for such a declaration becomes the detailed focus of this discussion which intuitively evokes analysis as a result of detail framed via my cultural lenses. These elements are considered as vehicles applied to stir my intellectual consciousness to the extent that I was inspired to posit the abstract phrase cultural lenses. Since the abstract phrase cultural lenses seems plausible, relevant, and adds value to this conversation, presumably it is logical that the same encompasses language, religion, cuisine, social habits, music, arts, and respond to change. Therefore, in all probability, from my field of view, this thought-provoking discourse allows me to share, regardless of my cultural prisms, by way of my lenses. The ideas that reflects a standardization of cultural expressions globally to be flexible in my fieldwork at the same time spending an extended period of time examining the location via conversations with people who reside at the said locale and analysis of artifacts and landmarks captured through my lenses in the said area. An analysis of my attitude exhibited especially functioning in the capacity as a photographer and cultural practitioner in this space plausibly may be construed or implied to some extent the behavior associated with cultural social anthropologists. All things being considered in concert with my line of reasoning as an author, student of them, licensed cultural practitioner and publisher, I concur with Iceland Aurora's sentiments that imagery, mostly photography, is an important part of communication in this post-modernity period. Hence, such reasoning justifies my actions in utilizing my cultural practitioner lenses metaphorically, since they focus light on culture, which helps form images in one instance. On the other hand, pragmatically, utilizing my student of film lenses to capture images to communicate the art, application, and practice of creating durable images by recording light, either electronically by means of an image sensor or chemically by means of a light-sensitive material such as photographic film. However, in the scheme of things, I will not conflate the issue, but metaphorically and pragmatically utilize both lenses to focus on the fact 
that the light reflected or emitted from the objects in this context is also applied symbolically. Now that I have established context and philosophized the abstract phrase cultural lenses, contextually speaking, people function as conduits by being transmissive, focusing, and or disperses their ideology, which are a set of beliefs, doctrines that back a certain social institution or a particular organization. In my view, while the said people's philosophy is referenced to looking at life in a pragmatic manner and attempting to understand why life is as it is, yet there are principles governing behind it. In this context, sometimes I wonder if all photographers who function in the capacity as a practitioner using their lenses are equivalent to or comports themselves similar to a cultural practitioner since they have one thing in common. That is, we are the conduits of culture. This philosophic view and tone of this conversation highlights global citizens comporting themselves wittingly, unwittingly, and metaphorically imputing culture through their lenses of class, ethnicity, gender, primary language, race, and religion. The lenses in this context are the underpinning of this conversation and is deemed a transmissive optical device that focuses or disperses a light beam by means of refraction. A simple lens consists of a single piece of transparent material, while a compound lens consists of several simple lenses elements usually arranged along a common axis. Lenses are made from materials such as glass or plastic and are ground and polished or molded to a desired shape. A lens can focus light to form an image unlike a prism, which refracts light without focusing. Devices that similarly focus or disperse waves and radiation other than visible light are also called lenses such as microwave lenses, electronic lenses, acoustic lenses, or explosive lenses. Public opinion is another lens which consists of the desires, wants, and thinking of the majority of the people. It is the collective opinion of the people of a society or state on an issue or problem. This concept came about through the process of urbanization and other political social forces. For the first time, it became important that the people thought as forms of political contention change. Democracy requires public opinion because it derives authority from the public. The term public opinion was derived from the French opinion publique, which was first used in 1588 by Michael de Mortier in the second edition of his essays reported by Wikipedia. Kate Sitham Lenses focuses on the fact that people from all cultures can subconsciously internalize qualities from the culture of power as desirable. Her lens continues to provide a close-up view which is very explicit from the point of view that we all hold implicit bias, unconscious attitudes and stereotypes that affect our thoughts and behavior. They are different 
from known biases that people are aware of and may conceal for social or political reasons. These biases are so deeply embedded in our psyche that they impact not only our behaviors, but how we perceive others without us even knowing it. Sitham lenses continue to highlight the fact that biases isn't all bad, but there are evolutionary functions that these biases serve, such as helping us reach decisions quickly in times of danger. It should be noted that failure to examine biases and a reliance on mental shortcuts like stereotypes create barriers that impede empathy and understanding, and that ultimately perpetuate systems of inequality. By remaining unaware of the biases we hold and their power over our objectivity, we can diffuse beliefs with facts. The cultural policy lens focuses on attention on a general view of government actions, laws and programs that regulate, protect, encourage and financially support activities related to the arts and creative sectors such as painting, sculpture, music, dance, literature and filmmaking among others and culture which may involve activities related to language, heritage and diversity. The idea of cultural policy was developed at UNESCO in the 1960s. Generally, this involves governments setting into place processes, legal classifications, regulations, legislation and institutions, for example, galleries, museums, libraries, opera houses, etc., which promote and facilitate cultural diversity and creative expressions in a range of art forms and creative activities. The cultural policy lenses vary from one country to another, but generally they aim to improve the accessibility of arts and creative activities in some countries, especially since the 1970s, there is an emphasis on supporting the culture of indigenous peoples and marginalized communities and ensuring that cultural industries are representative of a country's diverse cultural heritage and ethnic and linguistic demographics. The lens of cultural identity highlights the various modern cultural studies and social theories have investigated cultural identity and understanding. In recent decades, a new form of identification has emerged which breaks down the understanding of the individual as a coherent whole subject into a collection of various cultural identifiers. These cultural identifiers may be the result of various conditions, including location, gender, race, history, language, sexuality, religious beliefs, ethnicity, aesthetics, and even food. Through the self-perception theory lens, we are able to provide an account of attitude formation developed by psychologist Daryl Bem. Bem asserts that people develop their attitudes when there is no previous attitude due to a lack of experience, etc. And the emotional response is ambiguous by observing their own behavior and concluding that attitudes must have caused it. The theory is counterintuitive in nature as a conventional wisdom is that attitudes determine behaviors. The theory suggests that people induce attitudes without 
assessing internal cognition and mood states, the person interprets their own overt behaviors rationally in the same way they attempt to explain others' behaviors. The nationality lens is a legal identification of a person in an international law, establishing the person as a subject, a national or a sovereign state. It affords the state jurisdiction over the person and affords the person the protection of the state against other states. Nationality is also employed as a term for national identity with some cases of identity. Politics and nationalism conflating the legal nationality as well as ethnicity with a national identity. Nationality is also employed as a term for national identity with some cases of identity politics and nationalism conflating the legal nationality as well as ethnicity with a national identity. There are also ethnic lenses which underscores the fact that people or ethnicity is a name social category of people who identify with each other on the basis of shared attributes that distinguish them from other groups such as a common set of traditions, ancestry, language, history, society, culture, nation, religion, or social treatment within their residing area. Ethnicity can be an inherited status or base on the society within which one lives. There's also the religious lens, which may contain symbolic stories, which are sometimes said by followers to be true, that have the side purpose of explaining the origin of life, the universe, and other things. Traditionally, faith, in addition to reason, has been considered a source of religious beliefs. They are an estimated 10,000 distinct religions worldwide. The social class lens focuses our attention on a set of concepts in the social sciences and political theory centered on models of social stratification, which occurs in class society, in which people are grouped into a set of hierarchical social categories, the most common being the upper, middle, and lower classes. Class is a subject of analysis for sociologists, political, scientists, anthropologists, and social historians. However, there is not a consensus on a definition of class, and the term has a wide range of sometimes conflicting meanings. Some people argue that due to social mobility, class boundaries do not exist. In common parlance, the term social class is usually synonymous with socio-economic class, defined as people having the same social, economic, cultural, political, or educational status, for example, the working class, an emerging professional class. However, academics distinguish social class and socio-economic status, with the former referring to one's relatively stable socio-cultural background, and the latter referring to one's current social and economic situation and consequently being more changeable over time. The generation lens is all of the people born and living at or about the same time, regarded collectively. It can also be described as the average period 
generally considered to be about 20 to 30 years, during which children are born and grown up, become adults, and begin to have children. In kinship terminology, it is a structural term designating the parent-child relationship. It is also known as biogenesis, reproduction, or procreation in the biological sciences. Generation is also often used synonymously with cohort in social science. Under this formulation, it means people within a delineated population who experience the same significant events within a given period of time. The race lens is a grouping of humans based on shared physical or social qualities into categories generally viewed as distinct by society. The term was first used to refer to speakers of a common language and then to denote national affiliations. By the 17th century, began to refer to physical traits. Modern scholarship regards race as a social construct, an identity, which is a sign based on rules made by society. While partially based on physical similarities within groups, race does not have an inherent physical or biological meaning. The race lens zooms in on the fact that there is a concept of three races, namely Caucasoid, Monoloid and Negroid, originally named Ethiopian. Today, scientists consider such biological essentialism obsolete and generally discourage racial explanations for collective differentiation in both physical and behavioral traits. Now that I have contextualized and deconstructed the positive abstract phrase cultural lenses within an established context, metaphorically, symbolically, and philosophically speaking, people function as conduits by being transmissive, focusing and or disperses the ideology which are a set of beliefs and doctrines that back a certain social institution or a particular organization. In my field of view as an author, student of film, licensed cultural practitioner and publisher, it should be noted that while the said people's philosophy refers to looking at life in a pragmatic manner and attempting to understand why life is as it is and the principles governing behind it, this philosophic conversation is about cultural lenses through the lenses of class, ethnicity, gender, primary language, race and religion was framed in 13 chapters and captured in ISBN 978-976-9653122.